touchdown. Third down and four. As Rodgers throws it to Adams, makes the catch, and will take it in for his second touchdown today. Shout out to the tube. Shout out to my Spotify listeners. It is your victory Friday edition. Now, if you're on YouTube and, you, and, you, and you're just not getting that random notification, I went live early. I mean, I, I just couldn't. I mean, I'm sitting here chilling. I didn't feel like waiting an extra 10 minutes doing nothing. Might as well go live, right? I mean, we got to talk about this game, right? I mean, it's a good game, man. Listen, good game. Good game for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, seven and one on the season. I tried to t- I told y'all, what was that? Wednesday. Told y'all Wednesday I was feeling seven and one. And damn it, the Packers was feeling seven and one. Too. We was all feeling seven and one. Now I know some of y'all out there that was a little nervous. That was, you know, downplaying the game, you know, being the, the quote unquote cowards that some are. And I get it. You know, people want to, you know, set themselves up for disappointment. I get it. I, I'm not here to knock nobody. Uh y'all know how I get. Y'all know how I get. I when I I'm very optimistic. Like I've always said, man, if 12 is healthy and if 12 is under center. I believe we can beat anybody. It don't matter who you got out there. Now, albeit, got to give props. Got to give credit to Coach Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur called a game. He called a game. The game plan was amazing, in my opinion. Now, albeit, he did have some hiccups. I'm going to get into that in a second. But just overall, the preparation, the game plan, going into this game. DJ, I got you. I got you. Uh, Going into this game, it was amazing. And for that, got to give kudos to Matt LaFleur. We're going to open up the call lines. You definitely going to open up some call lines. Because um, I got a little time today. I got a little time today to talk about it. Uh, I wish I could have went live yesterday. But Thursdays, see, well, I guess that's the last Thursday game we got to worry about. Thursdays are tricky. But I definitely know I was going live today to talk about this game. But, man, let me just get my takes on this game real quick. Let me just go ahead and just speak on how everything played out. First and foremost, Let's focus on the defensive side of the ball because the defense was the MVP of this game. The defense, hopefully, is starting to wake some folks up. I know it was rough in the beginning, but I told y'all you have to trust Chef Barry. Now, we didn't have Chef Barry in the kitchen yesterday. We didn't have him in there, but we had some assistant coaches. We had some assistant chefs out there holding it down while Barry was at the crib. I don't know where Barry was at. I'm just talking. Um, but – I think he made Barry, Joe Barry proud because these guys, they kept fighting. And that's the thing with this team. And this thing, the theme of this team is not to be soft. And this team is far from soft. I mean, we've seen some soft Packer teams, but this team is some different. You got some vets, you got people from all over. This thing about the three guys, well, three of the guys that made some impact, not even three guys, there's really two guys that made impacts from different teams. And that is a good thing where, you go out there, you get some vets, you get the right guys. You don't just get names. I know a lot of people, want they look at the big names. And you have to have guys that fit. It ain't just about the names, it's about fit. You got a guy such as Devondre Campbell, who came from the Cardinals. Uh, well, he was, at least he was on the Cardinals. We got him back in the offseason. Rashad Douglas, a guy on the Cardinals practice squad, just sitting there, comes in back-to-back weeks contributes that's all you can ask that's all you can ask which is why i gotta get the the uh the defense the mvp of this game man 
Um, because like I said, if it wasn't for them, they held this high-powered offense to the second lowest total of the season. Second lowest total of the season. I think the Cardinals was averaging, I don't know, maybe 30, maybe 30 points a game going into this game. And the defense uh up until like what, what was it the fourth quarter, third quarter, maybe, uh held them guys pretty much in check, got takeaways, was getting pressure. Like the defense is only going to improve as we get healthy, which is it's a lot of crazy stuff that happened today. A lot of I mean not even not necessarily today because we got some news, we got some good news, we got some bad news um on this Friday. But you got a tweet from Sedarius Smith saying he just landed in Green Bay. I didn't even know he was I, I didn't even know he wasn't in Green Bay. Uh, but apparently he was rehabbing somewhere, got surgery somewhere, wherever that was. Surgery is done. He said he's feeling like a brand new man. He said he's feeling good. So Darius says he's feeling good. If Zadarius is good, I'm good. That's just one more guy, one more all-pro guy that you're adding to this already good defense. Good defense. I, I want to repeat that. Another player you're adding to this good defense. Time to give the Packers their credit for this defense, man. I'm tired of the media talking down on my team, on my defense. Just downplaying what they've been doing because of who they've been going up against. Some people want to wait how they want to see how they looked against a quote unquote elite quarterback. I mean, if Kyler is not elite, then who is? And I think they held Kyler in check. Now, albeit near the end of the game, they was giving up some drives. I think they was getting a little bit uh passive. I think they was getting a little, you know, a little soft with the coverages and stuff like that. But uh if Sedarius is coming back, and there's no telling as to when he's he's back in Green Bay, which is a positive in my opinion. Because there was always this uncertainty if he was going to actually come back this season, and like I've said, I would have, I would love to get Zadarius back mid December, late December, get him going. And the beauty of it all is that we have depth at the edge position where you you can save him for passing downs. You can just put him out there on third down. Go get out to the quarterback, Zadarius. We're gonna put you out there because you got Gary, you got Preston back off of his injury. You got uh Marcellus uh Whitney. Whitney Merciless, excuse me. You got some guys back there that can get to the quarterback. So you really don't even have to put Zadarius in that position, which is a good thing, in my opinion. Not to mention, you got that man on the sideline, number 23, and Jair Alexander. I mean, you got guys that's going to come back, that's going to, like I said, we have some good problems because when Jair comes back, what do you do with Stokes? What do you do with Rasul Douglas? What do you do with those guys? Then you got Channing Sutherland. Do you put Jair you know, and at the star role where he's playing the slot, you keep uh, Douglas and Stokes outside. There's so many things that they can do with this. So many ways that they can go with this. The depth is there. I'm loving it, man. Listen, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Um, but let's speak on the offense. Talk about the game real quick. Speak on the offense. Um, like I said, with them not having their top three pass catchers, well, you could say top uh, one of the top – well, three of the guys out of their top four, because Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb, listen, Randall Cobb is Randall Cobb, man. Shout out to Randall Cobb being back on Green Bay. He's built, I say he built us out, but he's had some big catches recently. Randall Cobb, that's another pickup from Aaron Rodgers. That that played that that worked out. That's looking like a good pickup right now. Uh, with the way that Randall Cobb played. But the two horses that got them there was Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Which is what I said on Wednesday. They was a little safe with him on Sunday, which made me think, and there was a theory out there that they were saving him for this Thursday night football game. And based off of how they played, based off of how many times they went to him, 
I think they ran the ball, what, maybe 30-plus times, if I'm not mistaken. Very balanced game plan, by the way. It was very half and half. Um, you know, half of it was, was run plays. Half of it was passing plays. A good way to go about it when you're missing a guy such as Devontae Adams and, you know, Alan Lazard and MBS and stuff like that. And so you get those three guys back going into next Sunday's game against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Man, man, look out. And like I said, then you can run, you can fall back on your run game. Uh, speaking of which, which is why I got to give a slight knock to my guy, Matt LaFleur. He seems to have these types of games once or twice a year. If you go back to all the way to 2019, they had these games in which they would get to the one-yard line, two-yard line, or whatever. They get right by the, by, right by the end zone. And then they just get real cute. The first time they got back down there, when they left four points on the field, I think it was after the uh, the muff punt, they throwing the ball three straight times. Like, well, I mean, I, okay, you want to throw the ball on first down, cool. But on second down, just run the football, try to get a yard, maybe two yards, depending on how far you had to go. I mean, you was averaging like three, four yards a carry. Put AJ, and this is the thing where I don't, I don't get, which I hope they, I mean, which I'm gonna get into. I might as well get into it now. Um, in which near the end of the game, where they was on the one yard line again, uh, I understood Aaron Jones got you down there. And some coaches, some coaches like to have a guy that got you down there, you want to reward him. And maybe that's why they kept Aaron Jones at, at that position. Because earlier in the game, he got there on you know on short yardage where he was able to muscle his way into the end zone, the controversial touchdown that you know people are saying is controversial that he didn't really get in but whatever um i think they was trying to reward aaron jones to get back in there when really your horse is aj Dillon at that point in time you give him a yard or two and albeit he's been in these positions before where they haven't really been able to convert but that's your best opportunity and i'm not mad at it i mean look now i'm not mad at it obviously but that was um that was some points they that really could have lost in the game that could have really lost in the game and so um, with that being said, uh, the defense, let's get to the defense side of the ball. Rasul Douglas bailed him out. Just bailed him out. And like I said, not even have to say that they bailed him out because it's a team effort. But what a way to make a play on that ball. Those are the type of plays, those 50-50s, which I think somebody said in the, oh, never mind. Somebody just said split MVP, 50-50 Douglas and the fans. Shout out to the fans, by the way. We travel anyway. We travel well anyway. Half of, half of, was, half of Arizona is probably Wisconsin any damn way. Shout out to my auntie in Arizona, if she's listening. Uh, I'm just saying, like the way that was the way that Arizona is, it's really like a retirement spot for like cold weather cities and stuff like that. Cold weather states, a lot of old people go down there, and half of them was Packers fans. So it was down there, neutral field. It feels like uh, for the Arizona Cardinals, which sucks because they was undefeated. I mean, this was the standard. This was the bar, right? And which is this is another crazy thing, which is what I'm not getting, is that people are saying. Well, the Packers made a statement win. I want a statement win. Why is that a statement win for us? Do y'all not know who we are, who we've been these last two years? Have they not understood who the Packers have been these last two years? The Cardinals, we're not chasing the Cardinals. The Cardinals should be chasing us. They're trying to get to where we've been. So if anything, we went in there and handle our business, albeit, albeit shorthanded. But that's what good teams, that's what great teams do. And they've been in these positions the last few years where this is why I felt very confident going into that game. Very confident going into that game. Because we've seen Aaron Rodgers without Devontae. They're more in rhythm. Matter of fact, 
uh, uh, what was that? Vance Joseph. He came out and said, hey, they are more dangerous when Devontae is not out there. And you can tell by how they was covering them because you would have thought that the, the Cardinals would have just stacked the box to stop the run. I mean, they've been having issues stopping the run all season. So you would assume that. They don't have three of their weapons. We're just going to stack the box. We're just going to stop the run. We're going to force Aaron Rodgers to beat us throwing the ball. But if you put Aaron Rodgers in that position where you want to force him to beat you throwing the football, then you, you, you're already lost. You're already lost. And so, um, like I said, man, Packers doing what they've been doing all, all season long, man. Another one, seven in a row. Seven in a row. Hopefully, maybe now we can get our respect, but you never know. Media, they'll move the goalpost again. They'll say they got to beat somebody else. Maybe we got to beat the Chiefs. I don't know who else is on the schedule. I think the um, – and y'all know me. I don't like looking ahead because right now the Chiefs is the next opponent. But I think after that Chiefs game, I want to say – I mean, we got a couple of um, – we got a couple of AFC North teams left. Uh, we got the Ravens and the Browns. Uh, but that's like in December. But, I mean, overall, I, I don't want to say it gets light after – this Chiefs game, but as of right now, the Packers are the number one seed. Albeit the rest of the weekend hasn't finished. And I think even if the rest of the weekend finishes, uh, let's say for instance, the Bucks and the Cowboys win, everybody will be eight and one. I mean seven and one. Um, I want to say that the Packers will still be number one. So at the end of the day, the Packers are in control if they want that uh number one seed. Just that simple. I said on Wednesday, I believe it's between the Bucks, the Cowboys, and the Packers who gets the number one seed. Not the Rams, not the Cardinals, because they're going to beat each other up. The Rams and the Cardinals are going to beat each other up for that number one seed. So I'm not worried about them. They're going to take a couple more losses. But it's going to come down between the Bucks, the Cowboys, and the Packers as to who gets number one seed. And as long as the Packers continue to handle their business, everything will work itself out. So that's like I said, I'm I'm feeling good. Let me see what the chat is saying. I appreciate everybody coming through. Um I'm going to put a call link in now. Now I'm at the call-in spot. So if y'all want to call in, man, call-in link is about to be posted in the chat. Y'all know the rules. Y'all know the deal. i get y'all in here for a couple minutes, get y'all thoughts off, and then we're going to keep it moving. So that's the call-in link right there. Y'all want to call in, click that link, and I'll get y'all in here. Um, Keon Green said, wait till we get full strength. I mean, I've been saying that. I definitely been saying that, bro. I've been saying that. AJ said, bro, I was at the game. I your interception like two seconds before the snap. I imagine, hey, AJ, I need you to travel, brother. Need you to travel. Keep traveling, my guy. Keep traveling. Now, I got a call in here. My boy DJ's in the building. We're going to get DJ in here real quick. My brother DJ, sir, what, what's going on, man? How you how you feeling? Man, I'm, I'm feeling good, man. How, how about you, man? Hey, man, I'm feeling good. I can't complain. I can't complain at all, man. So what was your thoughts on that game, man? Talk to me. How you feeling? Oh, man. Um... Honestly, it's been years. It's been years since I had this feeling, but mm. it, feels good, it feels good to have a consistent defense, man. It it feels, man. I'll, 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 it, 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 it's it's hard to you know keep my cool on this, but it, <laughs> it, it it feels so good to have a consistent defense, man. It's oh, Dom Capers, but um, mm. whew, it feels good. It feels good. I like the words you use, consistent, because even before. We was kind of, and I'm saying that we was fooled the last two years. Uh, but I think it's safe to say that this defense is, I think it's deeper than it's been the last two years. I mean, they missing some guys. Things keep moving. The, the train keeps rolling. It's like they're not missing a beat. 
even while missing some top key guys. Yes. And we, I don't think we've had that since. I don't want to say it, man, because I know a lot of people like to fall back to that year. But we was missing a lot of guys one year, you know, they got it done. Just saying. I'm just saying. Hell yeah. Hell um at the start of 2019, you know, the first three weeks, we looking like a legitimate top five defense. And that right. just poof. I'm like, huh? What, 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 what happened to this? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, we 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 was, it was still getting turnovers in the sacks, it just wasn't at top tier level. But right now, um, you know, er, er, everybody's playing up to their speed. Um honestly, man, I'm I'm gonna give it a couple of weeks, but man, Dean, um <laughs> Dean, um, I don't know. Hey, Dean juicing, bro. And listen, I've been I've been tweeting. I'm saying, hey man, Dean might be on something, bro. I don't know, man. Cause this the the Dean, this Dean came out of nowhere. This Dean came out of nowhere. This Dean is different. Oh, oh man. I'm I'm giving I'm giving him more couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm giving him more couple of weeks, but uh-huh. right now he's playing up to his part. But um I want to talk about Zedarius though. Um yes, sir. Yeah, um, I want. I wonder how he's going to fit into his defense. Although we've been playing well without him, I wonder how he's going to fit with um with how much depth we got at the edge rusher and how well we've been playing overall. So, so it's going to be kind of new since he he barely even played in the system like that. I did. I, I say he played a couple snaps in that Saints game, but um, it's it's, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be something to watch when he comes back into the lineup. They're gonna have to be very cautious with him. Um, and they don't want to put him out there. Obviously, he's not gonna be what he's been the last two years. They're not gonna have him out there all them snaps and stuff like that. But what I do believe is that, like I'm saying, on certain downs where they gotta get to the quarterback, that's when they're gonna put Zadarius in. A fresh pass rusher, and which is what I think they were somewhat doing. Like Joe Barry at certain, like as during some games, he will take out Rashad Gary and you know, Preston and save him for like third down. And so I think that's what's gonna what they're gonna do with Zadarius, maybe Zadarius and Gary. I mean, they can still they can even still line up Sedarius inside like they used to do. They have him playing over the tackles and stuff like that over the guards, and you can still have Gary Preston outside or Whitney and whoever else outside. And so they, I mean, they could do a lot. They could definitely do a lot. Yeah, yeah. And um, I saw I saw this comment when I was watching the game highlights. You said this game would have been different if JJ, JJ Watt wasn't hurt. That's that's. I ain't trying to hear that one, man. Listen. Anybody that's using injury, uh, Hopkins was banged up. Uh, JJ Watt went in that game. That's not my problem. I don't exactly. want to hear it, especially what we've missing. Exactly, and and the matter of fact is how how good we've been containing Kyler Murray. Not not getting. I'm, I'm, I think he rushed like twice or three times during the whole game, and they contained him pretty well. Yes, I was shocked with it because normally they always, they always had issues with containment. Exactly my point, but um, right. oh man, it feels good. It feels good. Seven to one, we just took down the previously undefeated Cardinals. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be a test down the road because you know you, you still got Tampa Bay and Dallas. You know it's gonna be a tough test down the road. Oh yeah, in the playoffs. But, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough test down the road. So we got to keep that that the same hype up. But um, oh man, how, but how, how how you feel? How you feel? I just don't know how you feel. Man, like I said, I'm always feeling good, man. I'm feeling good, especially 12 on the center. Um, I'm always optimistic. And so uh, just keep it one week at a time. we got the Chiefs next. And so we'll see when we get there. We'll definitely see when we get there. Yes, sir. But, but uh, DJ, hey, I appreciate you coming through, as always, bro. Oh, as always, appreciate the call. No appreciate problem, you man. coming in. 
Definitely got to get up with DJ later, man. DJ, that's I said, that's my guy right there. DJ, that's my guy. That's definitely my guy. Let me get some more. Let me get some more of some of these chats, these comments, and then we're gonna get up out of here. Uh, thank you, Carlos, for bringing this up. He said, "I hate Kylan Hill. Brought that ball out of the end zone all sloppy like that and got wasted. Uh, what a waste. Uh, I like dude, man. He was a weapon. I mean, it's unfortunate um, because you know they already ruled him out for the season. I think he had an, AC, uh, an ACL tear or something like that, so his season is done." Uh, speaking of another injuries, we lost another one, possibly Robert T- uh, Tunya. He might be out for the season. He doesn't have a diagnosis yet, uh, but it's not looking good for him. And so that brings me to my my next point, which, you know, what? I'm going to save it. I'm going to save my next point for Monday when we talk about the trade deadline, which is on Tuesday, I believe. Uh, Got to see what kind of names out there. I want to say that obviously tight end definitely should be a priority. Definitely should be a priority. I'm going to talk about that on Monday. I'm going to say that for now because anything can happen this Sunday. We might get more names. Uh, hell, the Packers might mess around, make a trade before the deadline. Who knows? Uh, but definitely something to keep an eye out on, man, because Tunyon, I think, was starting to really get going. And it's unfortunate that Tunyon is not out for – or it's looking like he's going to be out for the year. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. Uh, Carlos said, is Jalen Smith hurt? No, he was just a, a healthy scratch. Just a healthy scratch. I, I didn't. I'm surprised we got there. I mean, there's definitely it wasn't a lot of good tape out on Jalen, a lot of whiffs. But hey, I mean, the Packers know better than I do. Cowboys let him go for a reason. He was on the market for a reason. He's still trying to get back right. Like I said, get my boy Jay, get my my boy Joe Barry a couple more weeks. We're gonna get Jalen right, man. We're gonna get you right. We're gonna get you right. Elliot said he was at the game. Hey, shout out to Elliot for coming through, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate any fan that was at the game. Appreciate that. Definitely appreciate that. Um, but yeah, overall, overall, Big Al said Packers will trade for Jerry Cook or Jim. Oh, sir, no, 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 no. We do not mention Mr. JF, Mr. Jermichael Finley after the stunt he pulled in Week One. We are done with Jermichael Finley. Done with him. I ain't heard from Jermichael since Week One. Where you at, Jermichael? You can you ain't taking no more phone calls, no more interviews. Where you at? I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Uh, my boy ML said two things. I like the DF and the running game, the time of possession. And hey, that was a good hey. Uh time of possession, I think it was dominated by the Packers. Dominated. Dominated by the Packers. This bully ball. Bully ball. And we haven't been a bully in year. We've always been a finesse team. Real cute, real finesse. We bullying folks now. Just wait till it get cold out. Just wait till it get cold. What Aaron Rodgers say? When it starts getting cold, that's when football begins. He know, he know what time it is. So with that being said, man, I'm about to wrap it up. I appreciate everybody coming through on this Victory Friday. Expect this podcast to be re-uploaded on Spotify. If you're not paying attention, we have been on Spotify for a minute now. Link is in the description below. Make sure you guys click that link and follow the Spotify channel if you are a Spotify user. With that being said, Hey, as always, appreciate everybody coming through. We'll be back on Monday. Enjoy the NFL Sunday, man. You get to chill. You get to relax. You get to just watch the games at peace. I can't wait. Definitely going to keep my eyes out on some games out there. Uh, But with that being said, hey, I'll catch y'all on Monday. We're going to be talking trades. And with that being said, I'm out, y'all. Peace. Go back up.